Your number one Christian hit station presents Dog Watch. Former San Antonio police officer, author, and pastor, Tim Rupp, takes you through real-life scenarios and discusses excerpts from his books. You've never heard cop talk quite like this. Dog Watch starts now. Hello and welcome to Dog Watch. I'm Tim Rupp in the Rev.FM studio in beautiful, and I it is beautiful now, isn't it, Gary? It sure is. Beautiful summertime. So beautiful. Summer has arrived, and we're going to be pushing the 80s almost today. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. It's beautiful. It's going gonna, it's gonna to get hot. It's it gonna is. It's going to get hot. You know, we're going into, well, we're, we're in July now. Yeah. So we're just, you know, it's 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 getting hot. Yeah. Fourth of July yesterday. And it'll start cooling off here yeah. in a couple of weeks. <laughs> No, Tim. We can't, oh, we can't we be will. talking can't. that. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Anyways, here, Gary, Gary Austin, the the uh, the station manager, my boss here, <laughs> and just uh, hey, and well, we're gonna I'm, we're gonna talk about some podcasts here in a little bit, but before we do, we're gonna get back to uh, well, first of all, I just got back from Wyoming, and you just got back uh, from a trip, right? Yeah, and Big Sky. Everybody's going around, man. Big Sky, Montana. You were up yeah. there, and but you didn't see the sky. I understand. <laughs> no, you saw no, clouds. It was raining. That's <laughs> <laughs> the same thing. You know, when I, we were talking about that, right? When I was in, in Wyoming. Wyoming, the first couple of days were beautiful, and uh, but after that, man, there was no sky. <laughs> it was just clouds, man. <laughs> Funny anyway. how that happens. Yeah. Anyways, but here we are. We're back safe. We're back here and safely. Back in the in, studio, enjoying the the beautiful summertime in in so southeast Idaho. Yeah, well, Idaho, Idaho is beautiful. Yeah, uh, in the summer, it's it's beautiful all year round. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it really just, is. It gets nice cold area. and it gets cold for a long time. But, anyways, but so here we are. We're, we're going to talk about our officer down memorial page, and we're going to honor a couple officers that were killed in the line of duty on this day in history. Yeah, one of my favorites. I love honoring. Yeah, these, I do too. It's, a, it's, a it's so thing. interesting. It's it, learning it really about the, the, these men and women who have who have died in the line of duty. Yeah. So the first is is police officer James Murphy, Baltimore City Police Department, Baltimore City, Maryland, of course. End of watch Tuesday, July fifth, eighteen seventy. Twenty three year old officer Murray, Murphy was killed when he was beaten with a blunt object while attempting to arrest three brother, brothers in the Lexington Market. The brothers were acting in a disorderly manner, and Officer Murphy warned them to calm down. When he did so, they became abusive toward the officer, who attempted to arrest one of the three. The other two brothers attacked Officer Murphy and beat him with clubs. Other officers came to the scene and arrested the three men. Officer Officer Murphy at first did not appear to be injured, but began going into uh, convulsions once he returned to the station house. Wow. All three brothers were arrested and charged with his murder. Two received 18 years, and a third was sentenced to 15 years in the Maryland State Penitentiary. I'm kind of surprised it was that low. Two, that was probably the two that, that beat him. Uh-huh. But 18 years. Yeah, that's for, nothing. For beating a police officer to death. Yeah, that's nothing. And the other guy's 15 years. I'm assuming he was the one they went to arrest to begin with. And if he wasn't involved in the beating, then I think that that's a fair you know, 15 years. Right, but, yeah. But, but for for two of them to murder him in, in just 18 years. Mm-hmm. Officer Mur- Murphy served with the Baltimore PD for, department for three years. So he was 20 years old when he became a police officer. Wow. And uh, died at age 23. I don't know if he had any, uh, if he was married, didn't, didn't indicate if he was married, had children or anything. What do you have for us, Gary? 
This is Lieutenant John David J.D. Anderson of the Spokane Police Department um, in Washington State. Uh, end of watch, uh, Friday, July 5th. Um, this was 2019 um, end of watch. So uh, he died from complications following numerous surgeries to treat serious injuries which were sustained when he was assaulted back in 1997. So, so he also was beat just like this, this other gentleman. I, it sounds like, yeah. 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 He experienced a serious complication on July 4th in 2019. He was transported to the hospital and he passed away the next day. Hmm. So, so he, he was in 97, he died in, in 2019. Yeah. So he lived for several years, but he was still. Yeah. But he had s- numerous yeah. surgeries. It says over the years to, I'm, you know, from the assault. Yeah. So I, that's horrible. Um, he uh, served uh, with the Spokane Police Department for 27 years. Previously served with the Pierce County Sheriff's Office. Survived by his wife, daughter, parents, and two sisters. Uh, fairly young when he started too, age 50 when he passed. But uh, his tour was 28 years. So. Hmm. Um, he stayed at it all of his life until he finally caught up with me. You know, that that, yeah. that uh, reminds me of an officer in uh, on our department. He was shot before I got on the police department. So he was shot in, I think it was like 1981, something like that. Mm-hmm. Just before I got on, a couple years before I got on. And uh, 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 Val Lopez is his name. And he died because of the shooting. He died because of complications in 2006. Wow. So he he lived all that time, all that you time. know, and uh, but the but the bullet finally finally took him years later. Oh my goodness! So, you know, so it's, unfortunate. Yeah, and I wonder how many officers die after retirement, and they really don't even know it's a line cause uh, it was a line of duty. Oh yeah, you know there may be some of that. Probably not too much now, but yeah, you know, if a guy That's he quits point. the police department, you know, he's on for five years or something, then he quits, and then five years later he dies. Yeah. You know, it's probably a, a line of duty death. Mm-hmm. Probably a few of them. Anyways, uh, thank thank you for that, Gary. I, like you said, yeah, I like I like I like honoring yeah. these officers. Hey, and speaking of Gary Austin, my man right here, he has got a sh- screaming. Is it screaming or streaming? <laughs> streaming. Oh, streaming. Stream- okay. <laughs> We're gonna be streaming on the internet podcast oh, everywhere. We're gonna be screaming. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to make yeah. sure. Scream but, away. But he's got us on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, Google, everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. So this is as long as long as these these I know I know app I know Spotify, Apple, and Amazon are live. We know that Google. They said it may take, but I th- I think we're up yeah, with, with I, Google. I, now. I think we are now too. But it, yeah. it, so if you want, so you can go to them and just type in Dog Watch, and you got to look for us because we got to get more hits. That's right. To to come yeah, up, so so go there. Follow. Or if you if you having trouble, just go to the website, thestrongblueline.org, and scroll down to the bottom of the home page, and you can click right there on the podcast. Yeah, and that's uh, we, perfect. That's we, exciting. Yeah, and we've got we've got them archived back to the beginning of February of this year. Yeah. So we've got first almost the first six months of this mm-hmm. year, uh, six months back. So you can go back there if you've missed them. Uh, that's where they're archived to. And, yeah, uh, that's pretty so, cool. That's a yeah. kind of a big step, I think. In, yeah, I think in, it is. I'm excited. That's know, that's cool, man. Make it accessible to to other people, and yeah, it's cool. Yeah, and we'll see. We'll 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 see if we get some hits from around the country. Yeah, they stuff. can also comment 
um, there from the whatever platform they choose okay. to listen to their podcast. So they can ask questions and interact with uh, Mr. Tim Rupp. So. Yeah, and if you have questions, we'll be glad to answer yeah, them on air. Please do. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about and it. And still we'll, email. We'll, you yeah. can still send an email. You can still so. send me a dogwatch at the rev dot fm. There you go. That's dogwatch at the rev Thank you for listening today. Oh wait, we're not done. <laughs> we're just getting started. Hey, we got Gary. This is this really hurt when I when I saw this. I I first saw this when I was on Facebook. On, uh, on on one of my San Antonio, retired San Antonio uh, police officer sites on Facebook. Uh-huh. And uh, I saw this where three officers were charged with murder. I said, oh my goodness, what's that about? So I started looking and, and sure enough, on, on June 23rd, the officers made a call. So I'm just going to go over this call and then we're going to talk about the, the response of, of the police department, the chief and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And, and no, uh, and, and it's San Antonio. That's where you served for that's where, yes. many, many years. Yes, so yes, this is, yeah. uh, hits home, hits home. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it does. And so, um, uh, what happened, Gary is it was about 1230 at night officers, uh, San Antonio police officers uh, got a call to an apartment complex. When the officers arrived, they found a woman talking to the fire department. And uh, the officer found out that, that this woman uh, allegedly cut the uh, uh, security wires or something that cut off the uh, fire department uh, alarm, the uh, fire alarm, and the security alarm in the apartment complex that she lived at. <clears throat> the officer went to approach her called her out. She turned and ran into her apartment. The officer pursued. She got into her apartment before the officer got there. So here she is. We have a a, a 46-year-old female that ran in, that uh, disregarded the officer's orders to stop, mm-hmm. went into apartment. She had allegedly cut the wire so to, to, to a, uh, a fire alarm system. So that's a felony right mm-hmm. there because of the uh, uh, public danger. Right. You know, you don't want to be cutting uh, a fire alarm mm-hmm. off. It's a felony offense. Officers pursued. She went inside. They, they stopped. They got officers in the front door and the back door, and they were trying to talk to her. Mm-hmm. This went on for a while, about 30 minutes. They were trying to talk to her, trying to get her to come out. The officers, uh, 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 during this time, she... Uh, uh, engaged in conversation with the officers. At one point, she threw a glass candlestick and hit one of the officers on the outside. Right. And then the officers called for a supervisor officer. So these officers were thinking, hey, we need to con- contact the supervisor, see what's going on here, to have him make some uh, uh, decisions. Supervisor shows up, uh, Sergeant uh, Alfred, was it? Alfred Flores. Flores, okay, I thought it was Flores, okay. Mm-hmm. Sergeant Alfred Flores showed up. That he was at the back patio where officers were engaged in conversation with her. One of the officers jumped the railing, went to the back patio to try to speak to her. She had a hammer now, and she swung it towards officers, hitting the, the back French door, mm. and it broke the glass. One of the officers fired, apparently missed her. And uh, she retreated back inside. Then, or she she was still inside the house. She retreated back further. But then she came back again. The sergeant went over there, went went uh, uh, on the back patio, and she again came at him with a hammer. Three officers shot. The lady was hit inside. Went down. 
officers immediately after it was over with, they, they went in and they, they uh, performed first aid. It did not work. She died on the scene. So tragic, tragic very, uh, uh, event all the way around. Yep. But right after it happened, what surprised me about this, Gary, and, and, and you know I, I used to work uh, a homicide. Mm-hmm. I worked the murder section. That very night, shortly afterwards, three officers were charged with murder. Now, th- that shocked me. Mm-hmm. What shocked me was the quickness of it. And I have the uh, Associated uh, Press uh, article here, and they quote Chief McManus, and we also both listened to him Mm -hmm. on the uh, uh, website. And I'd like to read some of this article. It says, three three San Antonio police officers have been charged with murder in the fatal shooting of a woman who is experiencing what the chief of police said was a, quote, mental health crisis. So the chief said that she was experiencing this. The officers were charged with murder. Sergeant Albert Flores and officers uh, uh, Eliezer uh, Alejandro and Nathaniel uh, Villalobos were suspended without pay and later arrested on murder warrants in the shooting death of Melissa Perez, 46, when she refused police orders to come out of her apartment, Chief McManus said Friday. The officer's actions were not consistent with SAPD policy and training. That's a quote from the chief. He, he goes on further. I want you to listen to this, Gary. He says this. They, talking about the officers, they placed themselves in a situation where they used deadly force, which was not reasonable, given all the circumstances as we now understand them. That really got my attention. Mm-hmm. This is like Monday morning quarterbacking. The chief said, as we now understand him, they didn't have that understanding at the time of the shooting. Right. Now, I want to make it clear, Gary, and we talked about this. We're not saying the officers acted properly and right and all they did. We don't know. No, right. We don't. Uh, but what, what, what gets under my crawl, if you will, is they were charged with murder right away before a complete investigation was done. Now, they started, they did their initial in- investigation. But uh, they charged him with, with murder. And uh, some people are saying, well, somebody was shot and killed, so it's got to be murder. It's either murder or justified homicide. No, there's, there's other things that could be. According to the Texas Penal Code, murder is this, and I quote from the Texas Penal Code, a, murder is a, a person commits a felony offense if he, one, intentionally or knowingly causes the death of an individual. Two, intends to cause serious vital injury and commits an act clearly dangerous to human life that causes the death of an individual. Well, you may ask, well, isn't that what happened? They did something, shot at somebody and caused the death. The key here is intent. Mm-hmm. Did they do it intentionally? Was their intention to murder somebody? Yeah. See, and you, I don't think so. You mentioned that the other day when we were talking about this. We've talked about this on this on on this uh, uh, show before. Officers are not trained to shoot to kill. No, they're trained to shoot to stop. stop. Yep. They're not trained to shoot to stop injure. The they're not. They're not trying to injure. They're not trying to hurt. They're shooting to stop somebody from doing something. Mm-hmm. Now, when you shoot somebody in the uh, uh, upper torso, 
death may occur. Right. Obviously. But the intent is not to murder. Mm -hmm. So, well, what else could they have been charged with? Another charge is manslaughter. And it says this. The Texas Penal Code says this. A person commits an offense if he recklessly causes the death of an individual. So that's that's the that's the the uh uh mindset is reckless. So that's a step down from intentional or knowingly. And this is a felony of the second degree. Another thing they could have been charged with is criminally negligent homicide. And it says this a person commits an offense if he causes the death of an individual by criminal negligence. And that's a state jail felony. And I just from what I know, first of all, I would not have charged them this quickly. Because mm-hmm. you don't know. You don't know. There's an investigation. We're not talking about some gangbangers that are out shooting their other gangs or they're going out to kill somebody. Mm-hmm. We're, we're, talking to, we're talking San Antonio police officers who show up for work eight hours a day. They go home. They have wives and kids. They have children. These are citizens mm-hmm. these are regular citizens that hold good jobs so well you're just doing that because they're police officers no not just because they're police officers if if we had a citizen when i worked homicide if we had a citizen that was defending him or herself in their own home we considered that mm-hmm. you know what is going on we've charged homeowners with murder yeah when we found out that oh it's not what we thought it was at first the person that they said was breaking in, they don't know, turned out to be somebody they did know, and it was a rival and, and whatever that case is. Mm-hmm. But the investigation brings that out. Right. There's no, there's no, I mean, you charge somebody and, and you, they go before a judge and they plead guilty or not guilty, and the judge either puts them in jail until the court because they're, they're either a danger to society mm-hmm. or they're a, a, a flight threat. Right. These guys work for the city of San Antonio. They're, they're not, not going, going anywhere. anywhere. No. That, and and <laughs> if they were going to exactly go somewhere, right. they're going to bail out, then they're going to go. Right. You know, I, th- so there's no, re- the only reason, and, and if Chief McMahon wants to call me and tell me something different, I'd be happy to take his call. We'll, we'll talk on air. The only reason I believe that he was charged with murder that night was political ex- expediency on the part of the chief. Yep. I believe that because too. of what's going on. I am not like well, I'm not saying these officers acted right and everything they did. I don't know. Mm-hmm. What I do know is I think they they overstepped the the chief overstepped arresting them too quickly. He you should know, have waited. He he should have waited. And my one of my many questions around this whole scenario, this whole case, is don't don't police departments have policy they have policy yes. right yep and i i would think and and you you've been an officer but there there should be a policy in place that when that happens that there you're you're suspended with pay this is what happens you're involved they, an officer involved shooting and this is what yep. automatically happens so the chief doesn't have necessarily the right to say, I charge you with murder or you're going to be charged with murder. It's like, wait a minute. <laughs> well, you know, if, if it, if it was clear, if, if you had a police officer go home, get in an argument with his wife, pull out a gun and shoot, shoot it. Him. Right. Okay. That's clear. Th- that, you're that's, right. that's pretty clear. Okay. Okay. We could do that. Yeah. But an on duty shooting that 
you're telling me these guys went there and said, I'm going to murder this gal. That, that was their intent. Yeah. That was not their intent. No. I mean, I don't know these officers no. at all. I don't know any of them. But I can tell you that that wasn't their intent. These officers, the first officer that called for a supervisor. Mm-hmm. Now, the supervisor, I believe, has more responsibility because he has the stripes. He has more training. He's the one calling the shots. I could see where he's held to a higher accountability. Mm-hmm. Yet, I don't think, I, I know he didn't go there and intend to murder somebody. Mm-hmm. The, the the investigation may clear say, you know what, the officers didn't use the proper uh, tactics, whatever it is. Here's the deal. The, the chief says this. It says, and I quote again, and this is within 24 hours of, of, the, uh, of the shooting. It appears that Ms. Perez was having a mental health crisis. Gary, it appeared to me that she was acting like a criminal. Yeah. She had done, she had com- allegedly committed a felony offense. Credible people said she did it. Mm-hmm. They went to talk to her to further investigate. She ran in the house, would not come out, said, you can't do anything. You don't have a warrant. To me, that's the actions of a criminal. I agree. She Now, knew. I've had psychology. I've had training in mental health. I went to, 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 to mental health training and stuff. Do... So... What does a criminal what is what does a criminal act like? That's what a criminal acts like. What does a mental health person act like? A mental health person can act like a criminal, but usually with my experience, they do other things. They do crazy things. Mm-hmm. You're there, they start taking their clothes off. Mm-hmm. They start talking crazy. They start where it's obvious. Or somebody comes up and says, Oh, she's she's got mental health problems and she's not on her meds. I'm her mother mm-hmm. and this is what's going on. Okay, now you have more information. They had none of that information. No. All you have is somebody who cut the uh, uh, a fire alarm, runs into apartment. So I'm thinking as an officer, wh- what's the danger? Okay, sh- the danger, what, what I could see is she may go into her apartment complex, or her apartment, start on fire and burn down the whole building. Mm-hmm. That's the danger. And so what are these officers? They're obligated to take action. Uh, the authority of peace officers, again, this is the Texas Penal Code, uh, Article 14.3, authority of peace officers. Any peace officer may arrest without warrant persons found in suspicious places under circumstances which reasonably show that such persons have been guilty of some felony. The officers had an obligation to make an arrest that night. Mm -hmm. Now, maybe they didn't go about it the exact right way. Tragic circumstances all around. But I I think it was just a knee-jerk reaction to arrest for murder so quickly yeah and and that includes the home right yes is that i mean yeah if 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 that if that threat was pretty clear the officer i mean they can enter the home yes to stop that threat they 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 could have and now looking back they probably said i should have they could have followed right in kicked the door grabbed her and arrested her Mm -hmm. they had the authority to do so and that's probably now they could look back yeah i should have done that Worst case scenario, uh, the, they say, said, well, you didn't have justification, so maybe you shouldn't have gone in and lose the case in court. Right. That, but, that's, that's the worst case scenario. Uh, would have been very different. But if, if they would have just, you know, if they would have, but the, the, the hesitancy, maybe they hesitated because of all the fear of, oh, no, what are we going to do? In an escalate, terrible situation. Somebody lost their life. We never like to see that happen. But uh, should you get officers the benefit of the doubt? Hey, 
what do we say about the police officers? These are the city's finest. Mm-hmm. If these are the city's finest, let, I'm not saying let them go if they've, they've done a criminal offense. Let's investigate. Yeah. Let's give them the benefit of the doubt. Let's investigate. If it shows that they're guilty, okay. But to suspend them without pay, they've got no income. Exactly. They've got bills to pay. They they got they're they've got no uh, medical for their family now. Mm-hmm. They're done. They're out there. Right. And uh, it's just a terrible situation. Anyways, yeah, well, it'll be it'll be interesting to see how how all of this plays I, out. I, I'm, I'm going to keep keep on that once we find out, and it may be a year for it to go through, but we'll we'll keep on 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 top of this. And and hey, keep them in your prayer. Yeah, keep the investigators sure. in prayer. Absolutely, we want the truth yeah. to come out. We want justice to be done. Yeah. Uh, but let let's let's make sure it's just for everybody mm-hmm. involved. Uh, hey, thanks for listening in. If you have a topic or question you want addressed on Dog Watch, send me an email. Get email suggestions, questions, or comments or complaints to dogwatchattherev.fm. That's dogwatchattherev.fm. Thought from the good book today. For the Lord sees not as man sees. Man looks on the outward appearance. The Lord looks on the heart. Thank you for joining us. And remember, make the watch strong. Dog Watch is brought to you by the Strong Blue Line and your number one Christian hit station. Send your comments and questions to dogwatch at therev.fm. You can download the Dog Watch episodes from therev.fm as well as offer your financial support for this program. Be encouraged, be strengthened, be enabled in your faith with Dog Watch.